Or maybe you prefer Hawaii. Mukalakahiki. Come on, you want to lay me? Pass the point, mahalo. Get ready. Woo! We are tour, and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. This is the Cutline Podcast with your host, Michael Cavalunis. Hawaii. I've never been there. But I've never been happier to hear that the PGA Tour is finally back to grinding weekend after weekend, week after week, month after month. We look forward to four majors, plenty of incredible tournaments, and of course those tantalizingly tickling no-cut events. Did we say we're excited for no-cut events? You're damn right I did. Damn right, because that's exactly what we have this weekend at the Century Tournament of Champions. But nothing. Nothing beats this greeting. Hello, Canada. Hello, Australia. Hello, USA. Hello, UK. Hello, Ireland. Hello, India. Vegas. Minnesota. Florida. All 48 states. Up in Canada. We are everywhere. The cut line. Worldwide. Worldwide. Out in the UK. Everywhere. I love it. So, so far... Just want to say this little disclaimer. There is no particular state that has agitated me to any particular level of annoyance, and thus you're free. But you damn be best on your behavior, especially you uh, you out in Arizona, coach. You better know what you're saying on Twitter and watch your back. And those duck duck gray duck lovers up in Minnesota, come on, man. You know what you're doing. We haven't forgotten, Ryan Kaiser. We've forgiven you. But we don't forget, and of course, everyone's favorite neighbor, the great state of Indiana. What are you guys doing over there? Seriously. To our old listeners, welcome back. We love you. Hey, coach, listen to this. English bulldog, one testicle, $500. Wow, for that kind of money, you think you'd get two testicles, don't you think? And to our new listeners. Douchebag says what? What? We'll take you home to the promised land, top of the mountain, worst of first, cream of the crop, the sharpest knife in the drawer, the coldest beer in the fridge, dare I go on. It's going to be a slam dunk. Not pulling any punches here. You are going to be in a league of your own. You're going to play hardball. The ball is in your court. You're going to knock it out of the park. Offense sells tickets, but the cut line wins you championships. Hey. Shut the hell up. Shut up. Shut up. Skyler. Shut up. Please shut up. stop. I... Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut hey. up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Welcome to The Cut Line. I'm Michael Kevin Lunas, at Lunas on Twitter. New historic times for The Cut Line. Make sure you stay up to date with us as there are new toys on the horizon and plenty of new adventures. Make sure that you stay in tune with CutlineGolf.com and all the tools that we provide. There's endless, endless free content out there already. But this site will continue to build towards being elite. Towards being some of the elite provider of stats, analysis, golf 
education in terms of your gambling wagers, your DFS, all of it. It's all going to be there. And guess what? It's all free. But again, we are trying to build towards our ultimate goal being one of the, if not the most elite golf fantasy site and gambling site out there. So, of course, you can uh, be our partner in your growth at the Sportsbook in in the DraftKings GPP arena. Now, the cut line is proudly brought to you by Fanshare Sports and FanshareSports.com, PGA Analytics, Premier Ownership Projections, and of course, analysis that is damn pretty good. So if you're not subscribed to Fanshare Sports, very easy fix. Go to FanshareSports.com, write the word cut line in the discount option, and you'll receive 20% off your membership. Remember, ownership in DFS is not a leverage to be belittled. But before we break down the Century Tournament of Champions, there is an incredible opportunity that hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands of you out there are missing out on. And I want to give a shout out to my Boy, grats for getting me hooked into this. But NFTs, if you haven't noticed, they're there for the taking and nothing is going to be bigger than golf goons. It's a real simple process to own some really cool NFTs and make a lot of cash if you know what you're doing. Okay, simple process. Go to golf goons, go to their discord, go to OpenSea, bid on the released NFTs and a lottery system selects if you've won a golf goon or golf NFT. Now these NFTs are tiered at different values, but the value is in the fact that if you own a Sunday goon and they're winning a tournament, that's straight money in your pocket. Yes, these NFTs act as real life tournament objects in the Discord. So for example, if if you own Justin Thomas Sunday, you are getting huge money if he's winning a tournament because you own that NFT and you're part of the group. And you're part of the collaboration. There are so many other rules in place in order to make money on this. But seriously, guys, if you're not in these NFTs, if you're not into Bitcoin, if you're not into, you know, just the the whole concept of crypto and Coinbase currencies, but, but this marketplace is going to grow. It's going to potentially grow super fast. And you got to get in while the going is good. You can find them on Twitter at the Golf Goons or on Instagram with the same handle. And of course, you can find their NFTs on OpenSea. Just search for Golf Goons. You'll see them there. And you've already seen them around, I'm sure. You've seen them on Twitter handles. You've seen them for NFL players. So they're all they're already all over the place. So make sure we check it out. This week, we go to Hawaii for the Century Tournament of Champions. And the PGA Tour is bringing the easiness of golf to the wonderful state of Hawaii. And there is nothing like the easiest course on the PGA Tour to bring us all together. Now, we're going to do the best we can. (laughs) I like these guys. They are funny guys. Just kill one of them. To make sure that you guys are cashing and building the best lineups for this weekend's tournament. We'll be sure to bring in timely wax, greenside sand traps, and a putt that might drop in through the back door. And the goal of the cut line is to make sure that you're creating the best lineups, winning lineups, lineups that are kicking ass and taking names and scoring big with everyone's favorite six of six golfers through the cut line. But, of course, first tournament of 2022 has no cut line. Poor name for a show. Damn. But, usually only found on beautiful video games, at least for me, the plantation course at Kapalua 
Just three years ago, the course saw extensive renovations as many felt the course played way too easy for a PGA tournament. With renovated bunkers, tee boxes, and greens, we should see a course that might have some baby teeth. Maybe? Bermuda grass is everywhere. It's lush, and it's going to come into play. So, let's look at the course report. If we go to cutlinegolf.com, go to the course report, you'll easily find all the information you need for Kapalua in the plantation course. But, did you make it to East Lake? PGL golfers, welcome to Hawaii. Did you win on tour? Aloha. Contrary to belief, this is not the start of the PGA Tour season. 2022 technically began at the beginning of the fall swing back at the Fortinet during the middle of September. Either way, technical or first event of 2022, welcome back, PGA Tour. I, for one, am never a fan of no-cut events. At the fact that we see a field that's even smaller than a WGC event, and we're looking at some depressing odds of putting together the perfect lineup on DraftKings. Still, there's small victories along the way. Vegas odds need some sort of linear availability, and we've seen some solid odds on players that have won a PGA Tour. I love it, and so does your favorite handicapper. Now, no matter where you stand... Hawaii is home to the initial event of the 2022 calendar, and Kapalua is rated as the number one resort on the island of Maui, and quite possibly might be the best of all the courses when compared to every island. Yet, like most things in Hawaii, the course was designed with the tourist in mind and not necessarily the PGA Pro, and there's a reason this course is torn apart by golfers we see on tour. It's really just super easy. Look at the past seven years, we saw a course that produced winners that were a minimum 20 under par, and the lone exception would be in 2020 when Justin Thomas won with a score of uh, 14 under. The reason? The weather. The wind created havoc for all players. It was, it was extremely difficult that weekend. Fairways are enormous, so if you're worried about fairway accuracy, then you're just doing DFS wrong at this point. High fairway accuracy leads to greens and regulation, which leads to scoring. For everyone heavily investing their bankroll on this tournament, understand that you need production everywhere in your DFS lineups. You need top 10s from everyone in your 6 of 6. Okay, You need to crush, and that's hard to do when there's only 39 golfers, so good luck with that. But even then, you still have hope, right? You got hope. We all hope. That's why we play. Here specifically, your wedges need to be a plus. The undulated fairways, short approach shots, and accuracy in windy conditions, they're just some of the keys to success here. On average, winners here nearly gain one stroke on approach and tend to putt extremely well. Yet one stat that seems to have a strong correlation to winning is that they play well out of the bunker that weekend. Not necessarily a strong bunker player overall, but still, it's a, it's a key interesting stat that we don't often weigh or measure. There's no water at Kapalua outside the island, except for outside the island and those beautiful views, but there are just a shitload of bunkers. 93 to be exact. Winds are going to direct balls in the fairway, fairways, greenside bunkers, as well as other areas. And not only will players then have to manage the bunker shot, but they'll have to manage a much more difficult shot, sand shot, with the high winds. <clears throat> Key here is simple. Put well, dial in your approach, control your shot in the wind. Architects Ben Crenshaw and Bill Kaur. We got the Bermuda grass greens. Bermuda grass is everywhere. Green sizes are huge, 8,700 square feet. We got a lower, slower stint meter. Of course, that's the battle of the wind. Don't want those balls rolling when a high, heavy winds come through. Length is 7,597 yards. Don't let that fool you. The wind comes into play, and I'll explain that here in our little nuggets and tidbits. Weather forecast. Looking ahead at Thursday. Of course, it's going to be windy, more windy in the afternoon. And you look at Friday, same deal. That wind picks up in the afternoon. So those of you picking up on showdowns, I'd highly suggest playing those morning guys and potentially getting some leverage there. So any way to get different, that's potentially a way. 
to do that. Nuggets and tidbits. Masses might consider, amateurs might consider driving distance as important because you see the length, but Crenshaw and Core knew what they were doing when the players would have to deal with coastal winds. Some of these massively long par fours, why? Because the wind is always directly aiding a player's distance with, you know, a, a, a tailwind. Those par fives play short. Why? There's a headwind. So come on, dumbass. The tee box is straight into the wind on those long par fives. Like, figure it out. Course is built for vacationers and casual golfers. If is often, if not the easiest course on PGA Tour. Course record is a 62 tied between KJ Choi, Graham McDowell, Chris Kirk, Jason Day, Xander Shoffley, and that Sanders Shoffley record was that Sunday final round in 2019. But the fact that Graham McDowell's on here, KJ Choi's on here, tells you how easy this course is. There's no cut for this event. Four days of some of the best ball strikers on the planet means it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So if your guy's out of the running day one, don't worry. Because there's three other rounds and they're able to come back. You'll understand. When players are going to be sought after. Players be challenged by that weather and elements of every single shot. And I wouldn't anticipate the greens becoming any issues for the pros. Last nugget, four par fives, but only three par threes. So those of you that love Brooks Kepka, you're very lucky because nothing worse than a par three for Brooks. Past four winners, Harris English, JT, Xander, and DJ. Look at it. Key stats that I'm looking at. Ball striking. Strokes gain approach, greens and regulation, opportunities gained, scoring, strokes gained, tee to green. I might in some small measurement way, but probably not add sands, you know, just bunker play. But, you know, if you're dialed in on approach, you're really not going to have to be in the bunker too often. So that probably tails it, you know, it tailors itself to be a strong correlation to the winner because they're just not in the green or in the bunker that often. And when they are, they're, they're getting right back up and down. So similar courses, Riviera. Augusta National, YLA, Pebble Beach, the Pro-Am, and of course, Mirafira Village. But the question that you guys are all asking yourselves is, who in the hell are we going to play this weekend? These two putts from victory. Only needs one. Ooh, got a member's bounce there, boys. That's birdie all day long. This is the Cutline's Birdie or Better segment where we break down each tier of golfer based on this weekend's player pool at the Century Tournament of Champions. And this week's Birdie or Better is brought to you by Pix Empire. Are you having trouble at the sports book? Trouble winning parlays? Having epic failures? Are you on the wrong side of those huge upsets? My guys at Pix Empire got you. Signing up is simple as they have separate pricing tiers from month to month six months to a whole year and these guys are one of the hottest bookies well not bookies a handicappers on sports right now and they are just hitting it at a rate of near 70 percent i know many of you guys are new to sportsbook right or, or you've dabbled in a little bit when your trips to vegas but now that it's legal in, in tons of states take advantage while you can take advantage of while these guys are kind of up and coming the pricing tiers are not out of this world insane so, yeah, sure, you dominated your fantasy football league with your buddies, but you're just getting smashed with the sports lines. It doesn't mean jack shit when, when, when you're not winning money. Pix Empire breaks it down for you. They give you their top plays. They're smashing right now. All you have to do, go to Yawn Sports God on Twitter. Follow the link, follow the sign up, and, and you'll be good to go. Um, pricing is incredibly fair. Take advantage of it. Beat the books. Beat that main opponent. Organized greed, baby. Use it. Utilize it. 
All right, so this year, this week, we are at the Tournament of Champions, the Century Tournament of Champions. And what I'm looking at when I see my model is very simple. You have 39 golfers. You need to make decisions, and who are you going to play? First thing I'm doing is all wind. I'm going all wind. I'm eliminating drive errors from, from like my main overall stat model. And here's the reason why. <clears throat> These fairways are enormous. They're massive. Okay. It's incredibly unlikely, unless the wind gets disastrous, that any player is going to be detrimentally affected missing a fairway. I just do not see it happening. I really don't. If Look at pictures of the course. Just do yourself that favor and look at pictures of the course. They are massive fairways. It's intended to do that for, for casual golfers. And we talked about this. We talked about how that approach is going to come into play. So I'm I'm really looking at approach shots in that type of ball striking. And yes, I do think tee to green is important. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I honestly do think tee to green is important. But I'm most definitely going to be looking at scores. I'm looking at approach play. I, I'm going to even consider a little bit of putting because it just makes more sense to do it that way, right? It makes more sense to look at the guys that you're valuing and how you expect to attack any type of course. We're on Bermuda. It may, it may not mean a ton, but it still means enough for it to affect players. So let's break it down. Overall stat model top 10. All right. Normally we do pricing tiers on here, but I think the field's so small that I, I, I want to look at my top 10 first in terms of like the, the ranking system and everything of that nature. So from one down to 10, very simple. Colin Morikawa, DeChambeau, Victor Hovland, Kokrak, Justin Thomas, John Rahm, Seamus Power, Daniel Berger, Sam Burns, and X. Now, a lot of you guys are like saying, how is Xander JT in your model not number one and two based on the course history that we've seen here? And I understand that. But the factors that I'm weighing is mainly from like a full season ago, how they played last year. And I know that's kind of unfair. Everyone has ups and downs throughout a whole season, but we could extend a little bit further. And of course, if you're going to use course history here, I think that's a good barometer for someone like Justin Thomas. But you got to also remember that. He's going to be incredibly owned. If you have Justin Thomas and he doesn't win, but you have someone like Victor Hovland and Hovland ends up winning, well, that's a different story. Of course, if you look at like course history, JT finished 22nd in 2018. So don't think he's like an absolute lock here to play. Xander finished 22nd in 2018 in that same year. You look at guys like uh, Matsuyama. Matsuyama second in 2017, fourth in 2018, and then last year finished damn near dead last, I think, with a 41st place finish. Um, Kevin Na, he's looked terrible here and stuff like that. So a lot of guys are going to look at course history. I don't think that's the best way to kind of engage. It's really just going to be who's putting the best and has the best ball striking approach play and scoring opportunities you look at morikawa two straight seven seven places right if you're gonna tell me he doesn't have the same win equity as like a justin thomas um, i think you're crazy morikawa is one of the best players in the world so rounding out the top 20 if we go from 10 down to to or from 11 down to 20 in the overall stat model you guys are gonna laugh but this is where it gets different jordan spieth 
Lucas Glover, Taylor Gooch, Cameron Smith, Joel Dahman, Brooks Kepka, Sung J.M., Abraham Anser, and Cameron Davis. I know there's been chatter about Patrick Reed because we talk about the connection to Augusta. Uh, I get insider sources telling me that Patrick Cantlay is going to be on a fucking tear this weekend. He might be. So, if you guys want to bet people that that I'm not playing in DFS, do it. Because that's kind of how I'm handling it. I don't love Finau, but I, I just like the number that we're getting at. And I think he just had a very different year last year where I think he's turned it around. But my strategy this week is to literally take those like 20 to 15 guys. And I'm throwing them all. I'm mixing lineups in 150 max. Hoping to catch right. Um, looking at historic models, that's kind of how it works for me in, in past analysis. So I'm hoping that works out. The only guy I might sneak in there, and and it's funny because I just kind of bashed him, would be Cantlay. He might be the only one because in my confidence ranking, he's the guy who's cracking in the top 10, but everywhere else, he's kind of, you know, towards the bottom. So we'll see what happens there. But going to approach play, and we're going to break this down kind of by stat category again because I want to see guys that have consistently shown strong approach play in the wind. And when you break it down, like your worst players on approach in the wind – Kevin Na, Kisner. Like, do you really want to go back to Phil Mickelson and hope you find like lightning in a bottle? Patrick Reed last year was not good in windy conditions. He might have fixed it, you know. Cage Lee, you get a bank on Cage Lee winning this week? Sure, I'll, I'll take him as first round leader, but I just don't see him winning. And I think a lot of people are going to really try to go with these stars and scrubs mentality, but over four rounds, the names I mentioned are much better than these names at the bottom. Stuart Sink, Max Homa, Siwoo Kim, they're not even touching my lineups this week, okay? If people are going to play driving distance for whatever reason, okay, and, and I get it, DJ, you know, bombed this course when he won back in 2018, but then you're looking at guys like Xander. You're looking at guys like Jordan Spieth. Looking at guys like DeChambeau, right? And, and you know, this year there's not enough qualified stats because that's that's kind of like, but, you know, if we look at last year's 2021 stats, Xander's seventh, Brooks is third, Cam is second, DeChambeau's first, Davis, Cam Davis, he's fourth. Like, I do really like Jason Coker. That's a secret. That that's he's gonna be everywhere for me. Um, I think he's sneaky good here and sneaky quiet. It's one of those tournaments where you can't really leverage ownership because there's just not enough guys to do so. Like you just need to get different on that one guy. I Jason Kokrak for me is that price point at seventy seven hundred. People hate Kokrak. And then they love Kokrak when he fits a particular course and he burns you because he's gotta to go to his best friend's wedding or something, so he'll intentionally miss the cut. Going back to my man, Rob G's, you know, Taylor Gooch at 7,600. So he's somewhere that that I want to break it down and kind of look at things. Um, my initial run of ownership, not fan share sports. You want fan shares ownership, you got to go straight there. But JT looks to be the chalk dog, right? Now, I think that's a solid play, but he's followed up by Matsuyama. And I know Sungjae Im's getting a lot of track on Twitter. I think a lot of that Sungjae love probably belongs to Kirshner. Like, he's been touting him like crazy and just talking about it. I think he's been touting about Sungjae over and over again. But I just don't think I could go there, right? Like, like if he's going to end up being, like, 50 60% owned, even out of 39 golfers, I'm not going to play it. I'm going to go a different direction. I just have to. I can't get locked into a guy that high, especially in 150 max. I can't do it. So, um, 
we're going to go in a different direction if that's the case, you know, and we'll primarily use fan shares ownership and it's still a little bit early. Um, you're getting some strange tags, to be honest, when you look at fansharesports.com and everything that's going on over there. As we look right now, and of course, we always record late here at the cut line. It is 112 Central Standard Time. You talk about the most tags on Fanshare's database. Right now, it's Sungjae by a landslide. Next is Xander, and then no one's close. So, you know, that that's key to me that that's where people are going to allocate their ownership. Um, I'm not one to listen to anyone else's show until my show's done. So I'm not surprised, though, that Sungjae's getting that much love and that much flavor. If that ownership does like peak to that height to where it's just insane. Um, I'm gonna be nervous. I'd be nervous to roster someone like that. Um, I would be nervous to roster anyone at that point in time to get that just, especially with DFS. I don't mind gambling and betting on them if their odds are good, but ah, can't do it. Can't do a high ownership play like that. I just can't. So, Going back to the model, though, as, as we kind of take a deeper dive, you know, looking at historic putting and how guys have done here, um, simply said, Cam Smith, he's an ace on Bermuda, Kevin Kisner, Sam Burns, of course Burns, Max Homa, Kokrak, J, uh, Patrick Reed, Phil, and Billy Horschel answer in English, routing out that top 10, putting on Bermuda. So these are a bunch of metrics, especially three putt avoidance. It's heavily weighted. I don't I don't want any missed opportunities. Um, so there's a lot to keep track of in there. When we go to the confidence model, top five, top five in the confidence model is pretty straightforward. We're looking at guys like John Rahm, DeChambeau, Hovland, Thomas, and Berger. And of course, that takes a major, major account of Vegas in the play. But of those guys... And this might be a betting opportunity for some of you guys. Daniel Berger, man. Last time I looked, he was 22 to 1 to win. Um, and that confidence model number five, which if you guys follow that model, has been pretty consistent. So it's something to take into uh, take into consideration if you guys are gambling and playing this weekend. I told you Ber- Berger's part of those guys that I'm going to stack. So looking in terms of the age, though, you know, Kokrak's probably the oldest guy I'm going to play. He's 36, 37 years old, followed by Seamus Power. And then, of course, Lucas Glover at 41. But we're playing an easier course. Not going to be as difficult. I don't love the undulation, but still, it's an option. I still think one of your best players in the world in a non-COVID-affected like year are going to come out here the winner. I know last year was a little bit different because Harris English won, and he was an invite because he made it to Eastlake the year prior. But, you know, we'll see, man. We'll see what happens. So, all right. That's it. Let's take it home. Let's go. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones, and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him. That's it. It's over. It's all over. That is the breakdown of the Century Tournament of Champions. Join us next week as we break down the Sony Open at Wiley Country Club in Hawaii. Finally have a cut event. Woo-hoo. Party time. But I want to do a special thanks to Fanshare Sports. Special thanks to Golf Goons. And, of course, a special thanks to Prize Picks. Make sure you guys check all of them out. Make sure you guys go to CutlineGolf.com. Check out the best free golf content for DFS and gambling out there. 
Have fun, my friends. Golf this weekend. See you guys. Peace.